Hello, it's me. <laughs> it's spooky. <laughs> Caught you off guard. Caught you off guard. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Spooky. It's your boy, C Max. And this is. The Matrimony of Madness. <laughs> <laughs> it's maddening. Uh, we dated on Halloween, got married on Halloween. We spend every chicken whenever we want, get it to you by Monday. Talking you know about all things it's spooky. It's going to release when it releases, I guess. No, we're going to talk about that. Okay. No, we're not. Go ahead. I'm just, in the intro, not going to talk about when we release anymore, but we still know when we're going to release. All right, so we're a family-friendly podcast. Let me flip it. Let me flip it. Let me, let okay, me go. Okay. Redact, redact, redact. Uh, be kind, please. Rewind. Nope. Be kind, please rewind. Okay. Be kind. You went, rewind. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are you looking for my cue when you don't even know what it is? You're like, cue me. I got it wrong. <laughs> Let me, let me start, let me start, let me start. You said matrimony, I to go. We are. Matrimony of Madness. We did it on Halloween. We got married on Halloween. How do I get into a family-friendly podcast? Hey, y'all. We're Matrimony of Madness, a family-friendly podcast. Ooh. You don't like the letting people know? That's that's special to me, okay? We dated and got married on Halloween. Who else in the world right now alive can say that? I mean, I've met a couple people. Well, no, no, that no. That dated, dated and no. got married? Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah, get out of here. Dikembe Matumbo out of here. I'm not going to because I, it's really hot outside. You're right. Well, we did it on Halloween. We got married on Halloween. And we run a family-friendly podcast. Named Matrimonia Madness. Ooh, with all the blood and guts. And whether it's your first time listening or you're a frequent listener. I thought you were going to cue me in, but okay. <laughs> we want to thank you for taking a... Stab at it. <laughs> Let's... All right, y'all have a killer week. <laughs> <laughs> all right, later. Later. So as you could tell, uh, we're a little chalked. Uh, I don't think they could tell that. No. No, I, we're pretty we're pretty high energy right now. Well, we're about to be more high energy. Cue non sponsorship of uh, Starbucks Baya Energy Raspberry Lime, flavored with other natural flavors with antioxidant vitamin C for immune support. It is a sparkling energy drink. Caffeine naturally found in coffee fruit. I want to go ahead and just say that I think. T-Max is at his utmost energy because he hasn't had a buy-on forever. I really, well, no, we had a couple. We went, so we celebrated one of our best friend Marianne's birthday and one of our best friend Seth's birthday at the same time. We did a water park out of my comfort zone. We did Disney Springs at night, the same night, way out of my comfort zone. And then we did the Fort Wilderness. Lot. This is all Disney stuff, by the way, for those of you who don't know. If you live like in Idaho, you don't know it. You might not know what these things are. True. We went to the Fort Wilderness Lodge and had some breakfast. That was pretty cool. And I had so I was able to find some bias in a lot of the routes. That's true. We haven't been able to purchase bias though, like from a store. You're right. You guys know if you guys have listened, I like Baya. I like Baya. I buy a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they just aren't in stores anymore for some reason. They're randomly at gas stations, and so I look like an idiot just carrying a bunch of. I think gas station people hate that when what? you buy like bulk of something, 
But it's like, I always tell them, yo, like, I, if I could just buy this bulk at Walmart in a case, I would. This is inconvenient for me also, as inconvenient as it is you having to. Why would to, you think it was inconvenient for them? They're they get mad. Scanning stuff. Uh, the more they, the, their, 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 their job response is scanning things. Listen, so the more if, they have the scan. If we have a gas station attendant listening, can you just let us know if it is annoying? I definitely think it, they think it's annoying. Especially at, a re- especially at a rest stop where there's no formal line, and the line dips into, like, the Florida postcard section i thought you were gonna say florida georgia line the floor it dips into the florida georgia line <laughs> the cds with florida georgia line in the back office yeah it dips into those so anyways guys i feel like i'm a little bit shocked but apparently we're high energy because we've got a huge episode for you today it's probably going to go over an hour if it's your first time listening we typically shoot within the hour range just because that's what we like but uh we post we postponed this episode to today, releasing on a Monday. We're recording on a Monday. It's going to release on a Monday. We're late. Typically, we're going to try to shoot from Monday morning. Spooky and I made this decision, just a disclaimer, because when we originally founded the podcast, we were like, hey, you know it would be great if we could go see movies on a Thursday when... Oh, sorry. I tapped. She gave me a vicious mistrunchable. Don't you do that. I did. I was like, don't do I that. I apologize. I apologize. Slap my knee. Thank you. Uh, sweet potato pies. <laughs> What's happening? Uh, so anyways, we used to have, uh, when we found the podcast, we were like, you know, it'd be cool if we could review a movie on Thursday and then have the episode come out on Friday. What we didn't realize was... We have actual jobs. <laughs> we have actual jobs. We live in, it's not a sleepy town, but it is as far as like, if you're going to see a horror movie, the mm. showings are 7 and 11. A.M. P.M. P.M. There is no, you get off work at 3... You, oh, pop, yeah, you, no, you know what I mean? Not, there's there's no that. get off at 3, pop over at 4, Yeah, there's be home that. by 6.30, record, dinner, it just and doesn't then they happen. Re- and then they take the movie out of the theater, like, within a week. Yeah, like, we haven't been able to see Men yet, there's only two showings left. Yeah. So, we, when we originally founded the podcast, we were like, you know what, we'll be able to review those movies on th- Thursday to get them for you Friday. But we realized if we stretch past the weekend... The weekend gives us way more time to to take in content, have an episode for you out on Monday, gives gives the hardcores enough time to see it if they want to, if they want to t- partake in the conversation. Not everybody, obviously not even us, can get to a movie theater on Thursday, not apparently as easy as we thought we could. Yeah. So the true. new goal is to, we feel like it's still fresh and new if you get it the Monday. And video games almost always come out on Friday or Tuesday. So True. If a video game was on Friday, you're not going to get it for a whole, you know. Yeah, no. Case in point today. It's just easier. Honestly, it's It's just just, easier for us. So if you guys don't like it, we apologize, but we appreciate uh, for those of you who are being flexible. I mean, listen, if you still don't, if you don't like us coming out on a Monday, you could just wait till Friday to listen to it. I won't be mad. I mean, that's true. You could wait until Friday, but then it's going to be like way old. Potentially. That's their decision. That is their decision. So, uh, Rip. Rip Tombstone to the Miami Heat, who are no longer in the playoffs. So I'm going to throw it out there. I'm sad about it. And rip to my uh, my brain, because I have a huge headache right now, because we've consumed way too much of something that we're going to talk about later. And you guys probably already know what it is. It's that... What if I did the whole song? <laughs> what if I did the whole song? What if I did the... Meow, 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 meow. That's not like a cat. Yeah, I was like, what's happening? <laughs> oh, I wonder if someone's done meows. 
Pro- there probably is there a probably meow is a meow version. I'm sure there is. We'll get into that. We'll get into the meow versions of the songs. We will. We will. So, to, apparently this week, I feel like I'm stealing thunder here. Uh, you want to say anything at all, just real quick? Oh. Okay. Anything about life? Anything in your brain? Anything about horror content? No? Okay, moving. I think you need to... I think... Okay. No, say it. No, say it. Hit me with it. I think you need to move back a little bit from the mic. <laughs> That's what's on my brain. <laughs> As he looks at the... No, hold on. I looked over there, and for a second, it reminds me of Dr. Brenner just looking yeah, at the... the- I was like, it's all transcending, dude. It really is. It's just one giant. It's, this, is, this is reality Is this now. the upside down or not? <laughs> so, apparently this week, my brother-in-law, Matt, we talk about our nephew, Blake, who's a little monster. Uh, my brother-in-law, Matt, has just been sending us funny clips of just Blake throughout the day. Just saying the most... Saying the most random stuff. Ridiculous things. The one, the one I got yesterday was him saying... Hey dad, I've had a lot of I had really bad poopies because I ate twelve watermelon. Not watermelon pieces. Just twelve watermelon. <laughs> this kid just twelve watermelon. <laughs> and then the one on Thursday or Friday, I think, was there was a time when what had happened? He was trying to demonstrate Oh, I know what uh, it was. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. The football, right? Yeah. Yeah. So he was trying to demonstrate how his dad got hit in the wiener by a football. Yes. And when he was here demonstrating that, he went to throw the football and hit me in my male tenders as well. Hang on, I want to pause real quick, because you said wiener already, and now you switched to male tenders. I know, but I feel like... That's the one and done? It's like a it's like a rated PG-13, I just, they get one bad word? No, it's not a, It's not even a bad word. I just felt like I didn't want to talk about my own wiener. I feel like I'm talking about someone... But you can talk about my brother's wiener? I don't know. I just It just came so natural, I guess. It's, we're, just comfort, we're just that comfortable with each other, I guess. But not yourself? Anyways... <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, anyways, my our, my nephew Blake was trying to Patrick Mahomes a ball to his dad at one point, hit his dad in the male tenders, and then, <laughs> a, you know, I think about a year ago, in trying to tell me this story, he does the whole wind up of him being Patrick Mahomes, and with his bare fist, hits me in my male tenders, and he's telling the story to his dad, hey dad, you remember that time I hit Uncle Chris in the wiener? It was so funny. <laughs> And I, uh, he's gonna listen to this and realize his dad's recording him because he right now does not have, does not have a clue. That's true. It's raw content. It's Watergate level stuff. Watergate. So yeah, it's it's been a, it's been an interesting. School's out for summer. School's out for the summer. And then he says forever, but it's like, what if you're like a junior? Yeah, that's not. Yeah, Alice Cooper does not know. What if I just. What if I'm now entering into high school? What if you the just worst got, years What if you just life? got out of kindy? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to the first grade. It's not like I don't know if Alice Cooper went to school because school's out for summer forever, and then he just go. He commits. He did. Maybe school's he, out forever, and it's maybe like he decided. You know what? School's out for the summer. I'm not going back. I mean, I don't know what the rest of the song's about. I don't know. So either. there could be a sharp twist. I literally only know that those three words. School's out for the summer. I only know those five words. I don't even well, know the he doesn't part. put a the in there, so School's it's... School's out for... Summer. Oh, it's not the summer? No, I don't think he says the. School's out for the summer. No, I think he says, School's out for summer. I think that's what he says. <laughs> so it's, you don't even know five words. In, in the whole language of English. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. So anyways, you got any news? I do. Um, 
I do have some news. I don't want to steal your thunder. I, maybe you give me the news because I feel like I've been talking way too much. Well, uh, 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 uh. I have one piece of news. I think I'm excited to be recording with daylight outside. I think that's also maybe I mean, why. By the time dead. we're done, it's well, I don't know. It's summer now. It's, <laughs> it's summer. So <laughs> as Little Monster Alley said at eight thirty the other night, it's still freaking daylight out here. <laughs> that's true. That was funny. So, so you go ahead. You go ahead. You go ahead. So yes, natural UV rays. Natural UV rays. I'm gonna give you some news. Just gonna be a little headliner news. If you guys want to hear more, you know. We what? said we're not doing that anymore. I forgot what I said though. Which means you can't do it. No, we're not even gonna say that. Let's hit. How about this? Let's let's hit him with some news headlines. Here's some news headlines. Here's some news headlines. Here's some news headlines. Here's some new head lines. I think I said something weird, and I'll try to remember what I said. Yeah. before that, before that, I said news headlines. Okay. And then it, it sounded like gory. And I was trying to think of what I said because it was cool. It was metal. And then, like most metal bands, they forget the words on stage. Ah, true. That's how we have those good old crowd chants. Crowd <laughs> sing-alongs. Okay, so for my piece, I only have one piece of news. We have talked, well, I have talked about this in the past. It is a new game called the Callisto Protocol. What are you doing over there? I was just trying to make you laugh, honestly, by picking up the Sally and just, I'm the king of the castle. I was going to actually do this. You're actually doing that. And have her talk in front of me. Doing that yeah. look like Freddy got fingered when he's playing the piano. <laughs> Daddy, would you like some sausage? Some sausage? Great horror. Great horror, great horror movie. Exactly. Freddy got fingered. It is pretty horrifying. With Tom Green. I don't think I'll ever watch it again in my whole life. So the Callisto Protocol... Is a game that I am anticipating to play. I am no way. I'm being excited. <laughs> Why'd you for say it? it like that? I am anticipating very much so to play this game. I don't know. Why are you in Bridgerton all of a sudden? <laughs> <laughs> so game very of- much so. I am thinking of anticipatingly playing game of anticipation in my heart. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God. I, I won't do it anymore. God, hit him with it. Callisto Protocol. Yes, Callisto Protocol, not to be confused with the Callisto Project, which is what I always call it. <laughs> I still say Ash versus Evil Dead, the That's game. That's true, you do. So Game Informer got um, some screenshots and a few details in regard to said game. And it has been released, has been, not released, announced, no. I guess? It has been it's reported. Been it has been reported that it is coming in the second half of 2022 no like actual release date but they did say that it is the second half of 2022 it is cross-gen confirmed um which i guess is cool for those people who wanted that the main character of the game his name is jacob he uses these abilities called grp abilities and it's basically a push and pull towards you ability it kind of reminds me of like that like control the control game Yes. Maybe not. Maybe. We don't know. I mean, I mean, like when I think about push and pull Uh, abilities, the mechanics. Yeah. So they, um, the weapons are ranged and melee combat weapons, and then the enemies are called biofags. By, by, how do you say that word? Bio. Biofages. Biofages. Maybe biofage. Perhaps. So, anyways. They did release a few screenshots. It looks really cool. It's definitely a Dead Space vibe, which is what everyone's saying. That well, you know, you know why, right? Please, please entice me. It's the original creator. It's one of the original creators from Dead Space. True. So or look it's at the this, studio. Look at it's that. The stu- yeah, it's the studio. Look at that face. So these screenshots are pretty sweet. I am definitely excited. 
we will post them on the Instagram so you guys can take a little scroll if you're into this and excited for that. That's what I got. Yeah, it's a lot. It's the, it's the, it's by Glenn Schofield who co-created Dead Space. Well, that makes sense. And interesting take. Well, it's not an interesting take. It's a real thing that according to not just our friend of the show, best friend David, but insider baseball, this game is in the player underground universe, PUBG. It's not anymore. No? No. They, they, so it's funny because. Was it? And it they was. Squ- or was it a rumor and they squashed it? No, it was originally. So let me show you. I say show like I'm going to show you something. I'm not going to show you anything. I'm just going to tell you. <laughs> so they, Glenn actually posted a tweet saying, FYI, Callisto the game is its own story and world. It no longer takes place in the PUBG universe. Ooh. It was originally part of the PUBG timeline, but grew into its own world. PUBG is awesome, and we still have a little surprise for the fans. Ah, so but there's it good, uh, is its okay. own. I've already figured out the surprise. Okay, you already figured out the twist. Because when you first hit me with this, uh-huh. excuse me, I'm gonna burp. Excuse me. When you first hit me with this, uh-huh. that it's cross gen, I was like, why? Because there's gonna be some kind of multiplayer. Uh, there's no reason to, for it to be cross gen unless they're telling me this game's important enough that people are going to buy it on two different consoles like no there's going to be multiplayer that's gotcha. so you answered my own question because you i was going to interrupt you when you're like it's cross-gen for those of you who where it matters and it's like yeah that does matter but for a single player game i don't know why that matters right and then you got to you got to the point of it all well then we cracked the case we Sherlock. Cracked the case so <coughs> yeah I don't, yeah we'll see uh gotta play it gotta see it I definitely would like to see some game. I so, mean, the screenshots looks cool and all, but I definitely need to see some gameplay. That's please. basically one of my favorite franchises of all time. But just I, I can't just a, it, attach a name to something because we've done that before. Uh, <coughs> CD Projekt Red, and mm. it has got me. Resident Evil Raccoon City. <laughs> I'll never let you forget Most, about that. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the, you know, I'll take that to the grave with me. Uh, with everyone knowing about it also, so I appreciate that. You're welcome. Uh, he was very excited for that, for the context, by the way, and uh, not that great. So go ahead. I was also excited for Aliens Colonial Marines, and then I bought it, didn't open it, read the reviews, and tr- and returned it, and GameStop knew how bad it was, so they were like, sure, you don't want to try it first? I'm like, that's the, that's like, just, that's, that's like horrible tactics. Uh, you just don't want me to be able to turn true. it in. That's not as bad as me buying and opening Ghostbusters thinking I could play with you and then I yeah, couldn't. Yeah, I mean, that's that's still... Uh, that's always going to sting a little bit. Exactly. You got any newsies? I do. Oh, that's all you had? That's all I had. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's a good one. Oh, yeah. Wait, I do have one more. Apparently there's a horror Winnie the Pooh. You took it from me! You say it. No! You say it. That was the most underwhelming intro to what I was going to do. What are we going to do? Have you guys heard of Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey? <laughs> Is that what's called, Blood and Honey? It's called Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Okay, so I want you to do this whole segment about this movie in the Winnie the Pooh voice. Hey guys, it's Winnie the Pooh, and I'm a friend of Christopher Robin. <laughs> you just wanted to say Christopher Robin. It's because I know <laughs> what he says. I, I'll do it. If you want me to do it, I'll do it. Go ahead. <laughs> How am I supposed to do this whole thing? 
You just said if you want me to do it, I'll do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. All right, it's gonna be a lot. Literally, there's not much. I'm not saying the whole segment. I mean, just this Winnie the Pooh segment. Reese Waterfield is the director of Winnie the Pooh: Blood and Honey, and it's about Christopher Robin leaving Winnie the Pooh and Piglet. As you know, the rights were relinquished and opened about a year ago, which would create. He sounded very Irish. Which would create? I know it's starting to blend. Anyways, we have become feral, and we need to eat, so we will. That's the movie. So Christopher Robin leaves. The he animal. like doesn't feed them anymore, and then so they just become feral because Winnie actually- the Pooh and Piglet oh, become not the other feral. Ones? Well, well apparently they eat Eeyore. Wow. <laughs> All right. Spoiler alert. Okay. Well, I guess he. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, we're not kidding. He probably welcomed the sweet release of death. He probably did. All right. <laughs> Anyways, it's a real thing. Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. It's an indie movie, and pro- maybe my most anticipated movie now of 2022. I can't. Perfect. Wait. And because of all the press, they're like hardcore trying to get it out. They really are. It was filmed in ten days. Ten days. And the win- what and was the budget? I don't know, but this this image looks literally looks like Hotline Miami. <laughs> it does. I can't wait for this. It's gonna be great. I'm excited. It's gonna be really bad, but so. Thanks for the intro. I think I salvaged it with the segment. I think you did. Do you have any other news? I've got a pretty good Winnie the Pooh voice. I just haven't worked on it a lot. It's easy to say, honey. <laughs> and Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. But then it does turn into an Irish accent. I have to practice it. I don't know why. I have to practice it. Okay. Uh, but, you know, it's one of the many talents I have. It's true. So, <clears throat> it's confirmed via Netflix, I believe, that Wednesday Adams is coming this fall. Oh, I did see that. So just a little, just a little tidbit. Okay, a little headline. We'll like watch it. it. We'll watch it, yep. and well, we'll watch the story, but we'll also watch the show. But when a trailer comes out, release it, all that, you guys will know. Uh, last piece of news I have, and by, and by the way, guys, we have a huge like we have a lot to talk about. So definitely go look up what could have potentially happened. We try to avoid spoilers because Friday was such a huge release with like Kenobi coming out, Stranger Things coming out, so. We kind of tried to stay off the internet because even Stranger Things social media person loves to just post scenes from the show they the really day do. of. Like they're they they're really fresh do. out of college and have no idea what they're doing. I'm just gonna say it. So I saw an image of Max. I'm not gonna. Exp- I'm not gonna. Dude, go into like, more detail. What are you doing? But I'm like, thank God we saw this episode because this is like a huge spoiler. Yeah, it's like, what are you doing, dude? Whatever. So uh, Ari Aster's new movie, Disappointment Boulevard. People were like. Why wasn't it at the Keynes Festival? And a producer connected to the film said that the current runtime for the movie is like three and a half hours. Oh my gosh. And Aerie is A, either having a hard time or B, not wanting to cut anything. And A24 is like, bro, it's got to be shorter. And so it's going to come out. It's, it's called Disappointing Boulevard. It's called Disappointment Boulevard. Oh, so you know what's so It's weird? a horror comedy. The way that you like said that sentence made it seem like the movie was just, we're going down Disappointment <laughs> Boulevard with this movie. Maybe that's what the, because it's supposed to be a, a, a comedy horror movie. So maybe that is what the whole movie is. Maybe. And all the images are just Joaquin Phoenix with gray hair with his shirt off. All right. So, sign me up. Because the last time we saw that was, I'm still here. I don't fear. That's true. Dude, that was a great You guys haven't looked up Walking Phoenix's mockumentary, I'm Still Here? 
just poetry. Please do so. Just it go watch great. it. Just go watch it. It's funny. That's all I have for the news. That's all I have for the news. All right, I like it. I'm glad because if you didn't, already recorded. Well, I could just delete it all, and we could start all over. But nope. we won't. So we nope. So we played a game. Uh, yeah. So actually, there's no spoilers. So we will, we'll do a spoiler free. I was gonna do the spoil like I was gonna do the hey the spoilers are coming, but I forgot we're we don't really need we're not doing I'm not gonna do mission spoilers or anything. No, so. no, 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 no. We're good. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Okay. We played a game. We did play a game. We've been playing um Evil Dead, not to be confused with Ash vs. Evil Dead the game, because that's not even in existence. It's just called Evil Dead the game. It's even though I've put it into existence out there in the ether, it does not exist. It's true. So we have been playing that Published by Saber Interactive, developed by Boss Team Games, just to give them their credit. Yep. Thank so you go ahead, that. go ahead and give them, give them a little, give them a little, give, give them some pieces. All right, so some Reese's pieces. So here's some Reese's pieces. So basically, the overall, we've talked about this game before, yep. but for those of you who have forgotten or maybe haven't listened to those episodes, just a little quick synopsis of what the game entails. It is a asymmetrical game mm-hmm. where there are four survivors and one killer. The killer being part of the Necronomicon demon realm people and then the four survival sur, four survivors mm-hmm. all which come from some sort of evil dead franchise whether it be the movie or the tv show ash versus, ash versus evil dead so you want to give them some characters <clears throat> there's a lot of characters <laughs> you've got ash you've got ash williams you've got ashley j williams <laughs> you've got <laughs> you've got warrior ash so you've got an ash from every movie and the show yeah, we, yeah, yes, and they all serve uh, different purposes, which you can get into. Yep, Cheryl's Cheryl, Scotty, Pablo, Kelly. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of characters. Yeah, that you can be, but you have to unlock some of them. I feel like I'm just going all over the place now. You you got me off track with That's the fine. characters. So basically, we'll we'll summarize in the Evil Dead universe. Plenty of characters, plenty of characters to choose from from any of the movies. We'll just do it that way. Yes, there's a lot to choose from. Some of them are locked behind a campaign wall that you can't get to unless you complete a mission. During the multiplayer part of it, basically the survivors have to do certain objectives um, in order to win the game. The demon or the killer side has to stop the survivors before they complete all their objectives. So, I think we need to be more specific. We're, we're reviewing the game, so we want, to, we want to be more specific, I think. No, I was just giving a synopsis. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just do the synopsis. That was my synopsis. Gotcha. So, in the, the the way the multiplayer plays, so the way the multiplayer plays is if you played a game like Friday the 13th or Dead by Daylight, which I think this game is more like Friday the 13th than it is Dead by Daylight, because you actually have... You actually have a means to fight back, whereas Dead by Daylight, you're crawling and running away. And using, yeah, I would say it's more like purpose. Friday the Thirteenth. So basically, as Spooky said, there's excuse me, four survivors from Evil Dead canon universe, and then there are three different factions that you can use for the uh, for the like the people who are in, the Deadites who are involved with the Necronomicon. So each it 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 plays asymmetrically, which means one person controls one, and the rest of the survivors are also played by playable characters. And 
she made a joke that there's like 14 ashes. Well, that's because there are class there. There's a class based system inside of the game. So you've got what you've got support. You've got support warrior leader leader warrior hunter right. Yep. Okay. And so you basically pick the character that best suits your playstyle within the class. Each character in the survivors is going to have kind of like a. Uh, you could call it an ultimate. I don't really think it's as powerful as an ultimate, but you could call it an ultimate to where you you pop it and it gives you your either gives your team a perk or it gives your. So like for example, um, one of the guys whose name I'm drawing a blank. He if, when you pop his ultimate, he doesn't take damage for like six seconds. Yeah. Uh, there is Cheryl, who she's the leader, right? Cheryl's in the leader class. I think so. Yeah. She. <clears throat> Well, one of them has the ability to, you pop her ultimate, she doesn't use ammo. Yep. I don't think that's Cheryl, but that's another That's another character. So they each have different um, ultimate. Or <clears> some <throat> of them, do you want some water? No, awesome. I'm good. Or some of them have, have quote-unquote ultimates that help the team. So one of the ashes is you pop it and... So there's this thing called your fear. Mm-hmm. So the the killer or demon, dead eye, whatever you want to call them, their goal is to get your fear really high. So then that way you're more suspect, suspect, susceptible susceptible mm-hmm. to die, basically. So there is a way to lower your fear, whether it be by a campfire or by a, a source of light that lowers your fear. One of the Ashes, quote-unquote, ultimate is if he gets everyone close together, he pops his ultimate and then everyone's fear goes down. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So lots of roles uh, and lots of ways to play as far as uh, combining your team. Uh, there is one ability where someone, and I, and again, I, I should, we're, we're just so far removed from the game because it came out a while ago so we apologize for that but there is a character that can pop their amulet which an amulet gives everybody shield uh but she gives everyone shield so if you drop your uh, cheryl yeah so if you drop your amulets all four of them to her it's almost overpowered because if if you're playing with a with a group in a discord or in playstation chat xbox chat it's so easy to drop the amulet, she pops them, and then you're really going in. Yeah. You're kind of going in overpowered. And throughout the bit. game, you know, there's things that you loot and stuff like that. There are chests, and out of the chest pop out these little um, pink, purpley, like, beer bottles almost. I don't know how else to explain it. But those basically give you the, the ability to power up your character in that game. So it doesn't go over to the next game. So it's just like, hey, I want to... Yeah, there's, a, there's an XP... There's almost like an XP stru- or a level up structure built in where you get these pink bottles. Each one is one glitch on the... Whatever it is that you want. The, so the, if you on upgrade... On the in-game perk that you're going yeah, for. Yeah, so if you upgrade your stamina five bars... You're going to run the fastest. Yeah, and if then... You're gonna run, or you're going to run out of stamina, you know, stamina less fast. Right, or you can upgrade your melee power or Health. what. Or whatever. But after the game, after that match is over, your stuff resets. Now, there is an XP system built in for each character where you do have a skill tree and you do have passives as well. So uh, your character has passives that they unlock at level 10 and I believe level 25, which passives are, if you guys don't know video game lingo, are just um, like kind of power-ups that just exist all the time. So there are those that exist. There's also a pretty advanced skill tree for each each character and you unlock 
points as you play that I believe you can spend into anybody, right? You unlock skill points. You unlock lot like there's this kind of like fake currency. Yeah, that you so can you get a bunch any- of points yeah. for leveling up just as a player, and then you spend those points to basically let's say five thousand of your player points mm-hmm. unlocks one character point. Yeah. So then you spend your player points to put in points into a specific playable yeah, character. Yeah, so it's not lo- so if you're playing one of the ashes for an hour and you're like, "Oh man, I don't really like him." You're not tied down to having to put your points right. that you play with him. You can take those points kind of like blood points in DBD. If you you could get blood points as a survivor and go spend them on your killer or whatever. Exactly. You could spend it so, wherever yeah, you want. Yeah, you could spend it wherever you want. So there is a, a uh, the and the graphic artwork's pretty cool and the, these this skill tree is not it's not the most advanced but it's you know you know maybe uh, plus one health or five percent this ten yeah. percent that you know um, very very balanced as far as not making it to where you're super overpowered within the first ten to twenty levels or making it not to where you're too overpowered where you don't want to play with people who are say a level one or two or whatever. Pretty balanced in that aspect. The way the multiplayer gameplay works is survivors kind of launch in. Uh, it's it, the map is very similar to Friday the Thirteenth, where you've got different uh, locations, you know, gas stations, cabins, things of that nature. You've got to loot your weapons. You've got to loot for ammo. You've got to loot for uh, different, like the amulets, which give you shields. Shemp's cola, Shep's cola gives you health, and so you're looting for these things. Uh, while a demon's doing its objective, which we'll get into. So, as a survivor, you want to find three pieces of the map. Yep. Uh, the game gives you kind of a clue. It's near or to the west or whatever of whatever place you're going. Uh, when you're by yourself, remember that fear meter goes up. So you have to kind of manage the team aspect of do I do we branch off and try to get these map pieces quickly and worry about getting picked off? Do we all stay together? There are vehicles, but the demon is made aware when you get a vehicle. So you got three pieces of the map, map, uh, which are easy. You just go and grab them. Yep. Then you have to get the Kandarian dagger. Yep. And then the actual map, right? Yep. No, they're pages. Other oh, pages. Pages okay. of the pages book. Pages of the Necronomicon. So when you do the pages of the Necronomicon and the Kandarian dagger, there is a couple minute portion where you have to actually obtain it, which creates to where obviously deadites are spawning and the demon can kind of kind of gameplay what's going on because it's there you're in that designated area for a long time yeah you have to stay in like this little blue circle for the meter to keep going up to capt quote-unquote capture that item and then you have to go and destroy the necronomicon um by using like lightning out of your hands and everybody summoned does like an incantation spell and that's where the big finale happens because obviously the demon knows where you are at this point. Stuff spawning by itself, the demon spawning things, the Necronomicon's subtly attacking you while you're trying to get rid of it. And then once you uh, summon away the spirits of the Necronomicon, the Necronomicon's there and can be. Uh, you have to protect the book. You have to protect it because. If it gets destroyed, you also lose. Yes. And that's just the basis of how the survivors play. The way the demon plays is he is going around grabbing all these orbs, uh, he or she, and summoning different things as you go. The demon, as they level up, is also getting their own versions of these points. We talked about these in-game points that you can spend in-game, which will then level up the demon, whether the demon wants to level up when he summons the boss 
Uh, the demon can set traps in the chest that can be looted to make the fear go up and scare them. The demon can possess these trees that like shoot out at you to scare you and jack your fear level up. Um, the demon can also possess cars, possess deadites that they spawn, things like that. So the whole game is really the survivors are trying to do the tasks that we talked about originally, where the demons are trying to basically stop you and kill you. Uh, if you, you can get downed, but I think after two downs you die. I can't remember. Can't remember exactly. But the but demon can also possess players. The demon can possess players as well, which is a really cool mechanic because it just says the demon has taken over and you can't really you do can't anything. You can't do anything. You're sitting there. You have to wait for one of your teammates to basically beat the crowd out of you yeah. to get the demon out. So the mission, that's the multiplayer structure. The mission structure is there's five missions. A sixth one says coming soon. And each mission is just a little, um, little nod to... A certain movie and you can un there are characters you can unlock that way and there are different like little tapes or data tapes that you can unlock uh to listen to the uh they play well they're very straightforward and it's a good i think it's a good palette cleanser for those who don't want to jump into multiplayer or want to take a break you could jump into a campaign mission because i mean it's the everybody's voiced the original cast is all voiced, all the characters, so uh, it's a great homage to the movies. What are some of your likes? Go oh, likes first. My likes. Yeah, I knew you wanted to go dislikes first, so I went for likes first to throw you off so you can give me I likes. I wanted to end on a good note. Well, we can end on a, on a good note with our rating <laughs> scale, which may not be on a good note. Who knows? But give me some of your likes. All right. Some of my likes is I really do like the different classes. And the skill tree. Anytime I see a game where it's like classes and skill trees and stuff, I do get super overwhelmed and it kind of turns me off. That you do. And I'm like, man, I don't want to have to learn all this stuff. Like, I just want to play the game. But I actually do like the way that it is structured. I feel like it is very user-friendly with it not being too crazy, but still kind of giving it a good variety. Mm -hmm. So I do like that. I, well, Okay. I like that some of the characters are locked behind the campaign wall, but I'll go into the mm -hmm. other stuff when we get to the dislikes, mm -hmm. but I do like how you don't just get every single character. I think it does balance it out a little bit. I like the different classes of the demons as well. Mm -hmm. I like that it's not just the same mm -hmm. demon that you could be going up against. I like the size of the maps. I think they're pretty good. There's two maps, mm -hmm. and I do like the size of them. I think they are good. I I like the different weapons, the different types of melee choices. I think it's really cool how all Ashes, except for the first Ash, can use the chainsaw hand mm -hmm. because he has both hands, so Obviously. he can't use it. Yep. So I like that they are still sticking to the lore, stuff like that. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's... What are your likes? I like that it's fast paced. I like that as I like that there's stuff going on. Yeah. I feel like there's always something to do. I do like that there's things to do. Yeah. Uh, I mean, other games similar to this, let's say, and I love Friday the 13th. If you get caught by Jason right away, you're done. There's yeah. literally nothing to do. And then you're sitting there. You had to wait for your points. Yeah. You know, so you're sitting you're there the whole time. There. This is good because if you get, let's say you get downed or whatever, there is a chance for you to be revived and come back. And mm -hmm. it's not like, it's not like you're sitting there for 30 minutes for the match to end because you're already dead. Yeah. Or dead by daylight, you're hiding because the killer is stalking you the stalking whole time. Stalking you or 
you're getting face camped on a hook. Right. So I think there's more here to what can be done. I feel like you're constantly contributing because you have to loot. Like there's stuff you're doing, yep. uh, and there, there you your objectives are clear. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you basically know you you know what's what's at stake and what you're doing. I also like how like if you're let's say you're trying to find the maps, and it says it's near the railroad tracks or the railroad station. Once you get closer to it, it actually does show like a little icon yeah, of where so it's at. It. So you're really not wasting too much time, which I do think is there was one game where I was playing and that little thing was glitched. Yes. And I was like, where is it? I couldn't find it. We ended up dying because we couldn't find the actual map Mm -hmm. because the little icon didn't pop up, Mm -hmm. which I'm just dependent on the icon. But I do like how it does have that. It's a great homage to the movies and to the franchise as a whole. There's, I thought I, I was nervous going in that maybe it was just dabs and splashes, but it's full on in the universe and lots of you know lots of nice delicate touches and intricate touches for casual people and hardcore people who like it i feel that the uh there's a lot of different executions for each character which i yeah, feel is really cool that is really cool especially contingent on what weapon you have yep everybody loves executions oh so. yeah that's really cool i like the um all the different lines as well yeah lots of say. lots of lines built in uh, lots of time went into recording the lines. If the match is going long, you will have some of them repeat, but it's not a deal breaker in my opinion. Uh, you also have, uh, graphically it looks good. Uh, I feel like the weapon variety is enough considering games in this category. Mm-hmm. And it's got to stick true to the lore. Like you, yeah. can't, you, can't have a, you can't have a Gatlin gun unless no, you're... No, yeah. Know. No, I think so, that's cool. I, I like how, I think I mentioned this, the different... The different classes of the demons have different abilities as well. Mm-hmm. So you're not just going up against the same type. Even, you know, it, depending on which class they take, you might go more up against like a bloater type of demon where mm-hmm. they're spewing yeah, yeah. toxic poison at you. Depends on who they Or you might be going up, up against someone who shoots lightning at you. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool that you, there's a different variety. I agree. Uh, yeah, so uh, what is. Uh, it's it's hard to explain because it's it's very regimented in how you play once you start playing, but mm-hmm. it's it's very fun and there's a lot of good things. You go there's also like the jump scares have got me before. Oh yeah, because I'm so focused on looting something and then a, or getting something and then something pops out of and then the something chest pops out and it's it's this yeah. very good balance of it's not overly done. Yeah, but it's it's placed well enough strategically on a map, and if you're playing a good demon, they can place it well enough to where you do kind of get that little, oh, you, and you get like mad, you get like yeah. annoyed, like gosh dang I, it, I can't, I can't believe you got me. So, what are some of your dislikes? I have two main dislikes. Okay, one of them being, I can't wait to play the campaign, but I'm gonna have to wait to play the campaign because it's too gosh dang hard. Way too hard. Too and, hard. And not hard in the sense of, oh. From soft is hard, but you can figure it out. Or Ninja Gaiden, or Neo. It's just unfair. Yeah, it's just very. It's, it's difficult. very. There's no checkpoints at all. No and difficulty I'm, scaling. No diff. There's no difficulty. There's no checkpoints. You have to do the entire mission, and it's the only way I can describe it is unfair. And I don't mean that in a. I don't mean to feel like I'm ungrateful or complaining, but it's. 
you have I do not have Pablo yet because I played 45 minutes of his mission. I got to the final part where I died on a BS technicality, and I don't want to go. There's other games I'd rather play right now. Yeah, so it's like, or I'll go play the multiplayer. Yeah, so you think and th- save the points. Yeah, so you think that's an hour long mission with no checkpoints. I got well, I, no reward. And no I reward. Got nothing. Yeah, it's not reinforcing what because it's not reinforcing. Oh, oh, you got to play the game. Yeah, cool. But I didn't finish I got it. I got. Out of it. I got nothing. I yeah. didn't checkpoint. A simple fix, and this is, if you guys were to go on Reddit, it's not just us. Yeah. Our buddy MJ, very good at games. I think he spent, and guys, we, like, I've been playing with a guide to tell me what to do and strategically how I should do it. Yeah. And even the guides, like, have fun doing this mission a couple times, even with this guide. And I just feel like, apparently mission, mission five with how to unlock Arthur it's just spawns and spawns of stuff. Yeah. They don't stop spawning. Very unforgiving. You take a hit and like the the Pablo mission I was talking about, mission four, if the car when you get in the car, there's a drive part. If you touch anything, the car's done. Yeah. And you lose. Yeah. You lose a mission that you didn't have to be in a car in for forty five minutes. Right. It's just it's 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 rough. It's very silly, but it's very fixable. It is. Not everybody wants to be speedrunners or sadists right so there's a cohort of people like me who will play on easy because i need to get it done or i'll play it on normal simple fix would be to just put checkpoints in I, to me you don't even have to lower the difficulty yeah if you just put, put checkpoints check in, in i'd be fine with that just put checkpoints in so it's it's annoying because there are characters like we love pablo from the show can't get him I'm not playing the missions anymore because they're too hard, and we'll we'll see what happens. They might not do anything, and guess what? I'm just just not, not gonna not do ever, it. Not ever, yeah. Just not gonna do it. We'll see though. They want to increase the player base, and right now they're at a really delicate spot. So I think we could see some. We haven't seen it yet as of this recording, but we. I feel like we could see something. We could checkpoints would be easy. What's your second dislike? I, I didn't mean to take that over. That's okay. I cannot stand that I can't jump. Yeah. So you can vault. So there is a vaulting, and you can vault over, like, the railings of houses or stuff like that. Fences. However, you cannot jump, and I can't stand that. The fact, it it really makes no sense that you can't jump, except for the part where I can see all I think about is, like, when I'm in, like, a Fortnite battle 1v1, and some person is just jumping over and over. So I get if you're going up against a demon who's trying to, like, lightning strike you, and you're just doing, like, the jump mechanic to get away from it. I get it. But if you're not going to let me jump, at least make the vault to where I can vault and mantle onto something to get over it. Because yeah. there was a couple times where I was like stuck, stuck yeah, in a ravine. I, I and I was like, I don't know how to get out of this stupid ravine. There's rocks all over the place. I guess I'll just die here. Yeah. It, and I'm just like, man, just let just let me get, get over this. <laughs> so that's one frustrating thing I encounter every time I play. It's also not indicative to the movies of Ash who jumps over shelves and knocks stuff over. Oh, you know, yeah, he's jumping all over the place. Or, you know, it, it's just not indicative yeah. to the movies. And I, I get what you're saying because it's like, uh, you know, as a boss, when you spawn in the boss as a demon, you're very, you're limited on your strategy because if they... If they force start jumping you, you're cooked. Right. And and then your boss is on a cooldown of like three minutes. Exactly. So I get it. If you're 1v1 and you're 1v2 and they're just jumping up and down. Yeah, that's annoying. I get that. However, just make it to where I automatically step up on something then. Yeah. Like if I'm, if there's no reason 
two stairs that I'm not like stairs you can walk up but like you said a two foot wall of rocks yeah I should be able to get over that yeah there's no reason I understand I understand the car crashing into it oh yeah 100% as a character in this universe where I'm being hunted by undead people and surviving yeah should be able to step over it yeah and half the time honestly my vaulting doesn't even work I'm still running into fences but it 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 is very frustrating because it's not even like I'm up against the demons and I'm trying to do something. I just fell yeah. somewhere and yeah. I can't get out. It wasn't a skill-based thing. It was they they know that I can't get out yeah. because they've also played a survivor. So they're, you can almost tell there's a bit of empathy. They're like, sorry, dude. Like, I'm not going to not kill you, though. Yeah, so. like you're here. LOL. Yeah. Hee hee ha ha. Uh, I think you hit the dislikes for me. I would like to see... Uh, people are complaining about characters. I think the character selection is perfectly fine. I don't. I think the selection is fine too. Actually. I would like to see more more skins. I'm big on skins, so I'd like to see more unlockables. Like, give me a, give me. We talked about Ashy Slashy. Yep. Give me Ashy Slashy. Give me Jacksonville Ash. Yeah. Oh, that would be. You cool. know. Yeah. Just give me give me cool skins, man. Like whatever. Even if, even if Cheryl, because like Cheryl wore her. You know, clothes that she wore. Who cares? Just give me stuff. Give her a cute little outfit. Whatever. Whatever. No one takes Evil Dead seriously. It's not meant to be taken seriously. Yeah. It's it's that kind of property. Yeah, exactly. You know, if it was, Ash wouldn't look himself in the mirror and say, "I'd do me." <laughs> any day of the week, it's meant to be funny and it silly. It is meant to be funny. And I think when Friday the Thirteenth embraced that, they uh, they did well until the the rights thing. What I was telling Spooky, and it's not going to happen, is that I think I think they really figured out probably ninety percent the asymmetrical format. Mm-hmm. And I wish this game was like Evil Dead and Friends, and it could bring in other properties, you know, because I really think a Cabin in the Woods game would perfectly work with this formula. Yeah, I think a I think that last year game would have worked with this formula. Yeah, I think. You know, I think it. I think it's a better version of Friday the Thirteenth because in Friday the Thirteenth you can use the phone within one minute. The cops are coming. Jason loses. Yeah, it's you know, it's not playing this game made me realize how unbalanced Friday the Thirteenth is. Pretty unbalanced. Because either way, sometimes no, absolutely. Yeah, either way, absolutely. So I I'm glad to see the format work and the formula work because unfortunately other people will copy it, but then we'll start. You know. I'm a big fan of this genre, and we'll start seeing better games. Well, I'm interested to see if the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre is going to have this kind True. of format. Um, so, Predator Hunting Grounds obviously did. I was going to ask you. Yeah. But one of the things that I can say about Predator, Predator Hunting Grounds that I can say about this is balance is always hard, and I have, I have yet to see a very good group of friends lose to a demon. So that's always going to be yes. a potential. Issue. I feel like I feel like that's with any asymmetrical. It is, if and I don't. I don't know good, the way to fix it. I don't know. Way, I don't know the way to fix it. SWF who communicates. But that means survive with friends. Yep. Oh, hello. You guys hear that thunder? Is that thunder? If you have a good survive with friends group that's communicating and knows what they're doing and and basically how to play their their character, I don't know, man. That's tough. Yeah, I agree, but. We'll see. It doesn't break the game. It doesn't. Because I think as the demon, you still have fun terrorizing them and just being... How do you think the matchmaking is? I feel like the matchmaking for the demon was rough when it first started a little bit, but I feel like Survivor games 
I don't think uh, when Predator Hunting Grounds came out, trying to be the Predator was non-existent. Yeah. So I think you can still get a game as a as, as I meant you know a Deadite faction. I meant like if I was to play, I've never played as the demon. I've only watched a bunch of people play. Let's say I booted up and I wanted to play as a demon. Am I going to go up against level fifty? You could. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't comment on that. Yeah. Because I don't like know that type of if there's SBMM, skill-based matchmaking. I don't know if there's SBMM in it. I don't think there is. I think it would try based on a potential algorithm, but I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. All I can say is, you know, you just keep playing. If that's you got, if you want to be the person who's by themselves, like when Evolve came out, if you wanted to be the monster, when Jason came out, if you wanted to be Jason, now Jason was weird because everybody wanted to be him yeah. and it was a random... You it randomized. To, yeah, until they... It's like, you could put, like, I prefer it, to be this. It. Yeah. Predator, uh, you could go in a lobby as Predator, matchmaking took forever. Yeah. So I would say with a game like this where you can get a match as a demon, just keep playing the demon over and I over. I mean, that's true. Expect to lose. Same thing with DBD. Like, just, if you want to play the killer in DBD, just get in there and do it. And just... They have a little. They they. I feel like. I mean, it's not the greatest, but they definitely do try to do. Well, and people are going to teabag you. People are going to teabag you. People are going to make fun of the fact that you didn't kill them. Boot up again. Oh well, yeah. Exactly. Don't let don't let some fifteen year old in Wichita dictate your gaming experience. Just get back in there. Keep playing. You know how many matches I'm expecting to lose in Mario Strikers? A lot, but I'm going to win a lot too. Mm-hmm. I'm going to score a lot of goals. Anyways, so if you guys have never heard us review anything, we review it on a hack, hack and slash, slasher, or final girl scale. With that being said, <coughs> spooky. Yes. What would be your rating? My rating would be. Why? What are you doing? Because sometimes you don't like me to look at you, so I just. Oh yeah, my rating would don't be. Look at me. <laughs> Sorry. My rating is going to be a slasher. Yes. I don't have a... Oh, uh, uh, okay. So... <laughs> I don't have a uh, sound to play. Oh, dang. That's okay. So, ee, 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 ee. I don't know. So, my rating is a slasher. Go ahead. What's your rating? <laughs> you're like, you, know, you, just, you just know it's a slasher in your heart? Well, it is a slasher. Because it's, it's ashy slashy? Because it's ashy slashy. It's not a final girl, unfortunately. I no, have too not. many qualms with it. We've never given one of those away. And no. will we ever? I don't know. Probably not, honestly. No, we will. So, I also almost gave it a hack and slash because if I played Survivor by myself, I don't know if I would like yeah, it. Yeah, so I also give it a slasher. It borders, but I'm def- I'll am i definitely confirm it as a slasher. I think it's very fun. I think because it, we have to review a game that fits our mold. So we also are different than IGN. They're just rating it as a game. Of you know, course. we're rating it as a game and yeah. you know, it's the property to what we're talking about. And I think it's a slasher. I definitely say try to play with a friend or go on Reddit or definitely Discord. Try to make play some as friends. A friend. It is tough being a survivor by yourself or play as the demon. Yeah. And expect to lose, but expect to learn and you'll learn and you know keep playing mm-hmm. it, either either way is fun i think the missions are great they're way too hard yeah go in they're go way in too, knowing they're hard yeah, they're way too hard for the fact that this game is not a campaign is built for multiplayer yeah, it's not a, it's the not campaign a was an added nice touch yes that is inaccessible it was yes. a it was a flop it's a it it's was. a flop to and i was so excited for there to be a campaign because yeah. i was like man it's a flop to have it way too hard I agree. it's silly so i also give it a slasher uh, would like to see more skins. Would like to see people continue to play. 
would like to see some kind of patch to deal with the difficulty. And like I said, we are not in the minority. Go type in Google, Evil Dead missions are too hard, or add, a, add an expletive in there, and you're going to find tons of Reddit posts. Yep. And the people being positive on there, which was me, are, hey, look at a guide and just play it when you have time. Yep. Exactly. Do not, don't, when you have one hour to play, don't do, do not it. play a campaign mission. No. Play something else. Don't do it. Play Stardew Valley, whatever your go-to is. Pick Cross, Pick cross. lately for Spooky. Do not, <laughs> don't play Evil Dead campaign missions if you only have an hour. If you have a Saturday, go ahead. Give yeah. it a shot. You'll make some progress. You'll beat a mission. Maybe two, maybe three. One hour. No, you're gonna Don't fail, and you wait. You there's you can't then boot you're it up be again. Mad at yourself yeah, that you especially when it. you get to mission four and five. Yeah, it's it's too much. Exactly. Mission three is mission three is rough too. Exactly. All right, so we got a slasher for Evil Dead the game. Go play it. Ba, ba, da, ba, ba, ba. It is crossplay also. Huh. <sighs> All right, so on to the big Kahuna. So the big Kahuna. So here's how we're gonna do this. Uh. If you guys don't know what we're talking about, The Big Kahuna was Stranger Things Season 4, Part 1. We're going to go into full spoilers. There's no way to do this otherwise. Yep. It's so impossible. if you guys have not seen epi- Season 4, Part 1, uh, Episodes in, 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 1 through 7. In its entirety. The entire thing. Pause. Do not yeah. listen do any not, longer. Turn this off. We're going to hit you with the track. Uh, yeah. Hey, we're back. Hey, okay, we're back. so again, please, for the love of God, if you are interested in watching this season of Stranger Things, Volume One, <laughs> Season Four, Episodes One through Seven, turn it off. Overkill. I, I'm not doing it anymore. I'm not doing it anymore. You don't have to. Warnings. You don't have to. We already. This did is it. your own fault. Yeah, it's their own fault now. I can't believe you didn't tell me that. <laughs> I listened to the spoiler, and then I, I can't knew. believe you didn't tell me. That was going to be Stranger Things Season 4 spoilers. <laughs> so, as you guys just heard our Evil Dead review, we are very, we're a podcast. I'm not going to read this notebook and go, all right, first we got to talk about the cinematography. Then we're going to talk about the music. Then we're going to talk about the acting. We're just going to talk. We're just going to so talk. Because honestly, I don't even think we can go episode by episode. It, it all blends together. It, it go, and it goes all over the place, too. Like It's, it's true. It's all you over. You have a flashback later on in an episode that predates something you saw. It, it's it's all it's gonna it's crazy. It's just not going to work. It's crazy. So we're super excited to talk about it. I know some of you don't. So if you don't want to listen to us talk about it, it's okay. Turn it off, baby. It's true. Turn it off. Thanks for you listening. You got your evil dead. You got week. your news. Have a killer week. See you later. For those of you who are in. For those of you who are just here for Stranger Things, I appreciate you. I also appreciate that. Maybe looking at the, the timestamps and fast forwarding it. I'm okay with it. That's fine, too. We hope to have you July whatever. First. first. I don't know when, I don't, the Monday after that. I don't know. I don't even know if July 1st is a Friday. I don't know if I'm going to make it to July 1st. Can you stop with that? After this. Wow. I can't believe it. So I don't even know how to tackle this, man. It's like nine and a half hours. It's a lot. Of of content here. So July 1st is a Friday. I just wanted to say okay, that. Okay, so we'll be able to have it out on yes. Monday. Sick. All right, so I think you need to start. I think you need to hit me. Why are you making me start with No, this? literally. Oh my gosh. No, literally hit me. I will. Come over here. I'll punch you in the face. Or as Blake said, I'll punch you in the wiener. <laughs> so, we, as you guys know, the end of season three, 
is Hopper alive or dead? We don't know. There's a Russian. There's a, there's a Amer- Russian. There's an American in a cage. Eleven's lost her powers. She's moved away. That's kind of that's basically the end of season three. Yeah, basically. <sighs> so there's a lot of crying. You don't gotta go straight for that. There was a lot of laughing. <laughs> there's a lot of hold on, hold on. <laughs> what are you doing? I'm stop. I'm explaining my emotions through this event. I held my breath. But you're not a even lot talking about. This could be a roller coaster. It felt like a roller coaster. I don't know what you're doing. I think when we get to reviews, you have a minor panic attack. I had a minor panic attack watching this freaking season. Anything else, you just get a calmness, solidarity. You're, <laughs> you you're just... were going to say communist. <laughs> There's that too. <laughs> All right, go ahead. No, so the season starts off with, uh, you know... Will and Eleven, which I was super excited. I, I told Spooky before the uh, the we saw we started the podcast or whatever, and before the season came, that I was really interested to see Will and Eleven like a dynamic with them together. Sorry, I hit the cord. Stop judging me. Well, I was excited to see Will and Eleven together because this whole thing has like Eleven's been trying to save Will but they've never had like much interaction together. I know it's been weird like season one and two was literally her trying to save him but they don't really you know what I mean it, it was so it was cool to see them together in California and you've got you've got the you've got the Hawkins gang all together kind of kind of kind of where are we at with some of the characters right so it's like Dustin is in this in this club called the Hellfire Club, which is this, Dustin ext- and Mike and Lucas are all in it. Yeah, I gotta. Say, you're right. Dustin and Mike and Lucas are all in it. I was gonna I was gonna do one by one. That's okay. Uh, you just like to say verbs and adjectives, where I like to actually talk about. What's um, <laughs> Lucas and Mike are nouns. No, you like to say crying. That's how you started this review. There's crying, laughing, alone. You just like to say now. Name and- three reasons why you cry. Happiness. <laughs> Happiness. <laughs> Sadness. Sadness. Resurrection. <laughs> that should have been my funny story. That Gosh been dang it. Story, but All right, anyways. It. So we got Dustin. He's in the Hellfire Club, which is this extravagant D&D club. And I told Spooky, like, I don't know how you could do a D&D campaign that lasts nine months. Okay, so also they were doing their, they were doing their last campaign during the championship game, right? Yes. Why are you I looking at me like that? Because I don't... I don't know how to do this. I'm not I, just I, talking about it. I'm going... Then let's just talk... I think let's not... Uh, let's just assume people have watched it. Then. People have watched right, it. People, you listening. guys have watched it. Yes. Well, I was just saying... I was trying to do... A synopsis. My, my journalist brain was trying to tell me... My journalist brain was trying to tell me to... You know have some kind of order yeah we don't need that this is uh, this is chaotic uh, evil chaotic evil chaotic good or evil that's, right, that's, you, that's why i wanted you to go first and you just started saying crying <laughs> laughing you like you look spoken word poetry so anyways so it's funny that you say that c max that you would never do a campaign as long as an entire year they did their last campaign mission Mm-hmm. During the championship game mm-hmm. of Lucas's championship game, there is no way it was that short. 
You and I have been oh, in D&D campaigns that lasted eight hours. Yeah. The, the length of a basketball game is like, what, two but hours? They, but had they started in the daytime? Like, had they? No. no. Because remember, they were trying to reschedule it. Oh, the same day at lunch. At right? the same day at lunch. Hmm. They're trying to reschedule it. Yeah, Because this was true. their last campaign mission. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird that you would have... That was so like, yeah, so, I was like, yeah, no, no, there's no way this is you're ending. You're right, you're right. Because it's weird if all you had to do was like the final battle... It's weird that you wouldn't have just attached that to, like, your last play session. Which I understand if that last play session was, like, already at 12 hours, and I get it. And you end, okay, you've now you've met your final boss, we're yeah. going to stop. I get it. But still, it takes, even if you're just battling one person, you're right. as powerful as, as, they were fighting Vecna. Yeah. As powerful as Vec- Vecna, it would have taken do- just two hours. <laughs> well, I mean, the there was time skips and jumps. So, but they ended at the same time the game ended. That's yeah. why I was like, that, that was an ongoing joke. I was like, I would not be able to be in a campaign that lasted nine months, well, unless right. like, unless Eddie, a new character by the way, who I really really liked. I love Eddie. Unless he was like the best DM ever, I, mean, I just, he seemed pretty good. I made that joke that I could not do a campaign for nine months. He seemed pretty good. So it's also funny because C Max, the first couple seasons of Stranger Things did not like Lucas I did not at like all. Lucas at all dude he was like I, I I don't know you just wanted him like I don't want to say dead but no you just did not like maybe him. <laughs> you, there the fictional character there okay? might have been a, a there might have been a day where you're like <laughs> they just kill him off he did not like Lucas there and, were people who loved there were my friends who loved Lucas and I literally be like he sucks yeah he, C-Max did not like him. So it's funny because... Let's we're, see about it. So then this season, he had such an internal conflict. I really did. It was great writing. It was really good writing. Because it hits you with Lucas is, you know, everybody... I think some people have that, like, do I want... That's a real life thing that they've put in media a lot is, like, leaving your unpopular friends to try to be popular but you're trying to do it for the wrong reason yeah. but as a as inside you try to spin it as I'm just trying to get experiences because he tries to spin it like oh Mike and Dustin you guys could be popular too and yeah. they're like we don't care bro yeah. I think that's a real thing that does happen I uh, it's so. an it's an internal dynamic I think that happens with friendships and so when that all started yeah. I was like ugh and then I was like, oh, and he lost Max too. What an idiot! You realize Max like has been dodging him. Yeah. But Lucas still like the I see you. That was really cute. Like later on in the season. It's just man, high school sucks, dude. So yeah. I don't blame Lucas. I don't blame any of the any of the kids honestly for what they did because like there's a dread in this season that like so season three was not the biggest fan of. I I couldn't I dump your a I, I just I thought it was stupid the first couple episodes like I I paused it and I look at Spooky and I'm like I don't know if I can do it. it's like one of my favorite shows like top five yeah I have so much par- paraphernalia like I have pops I, I I kept yelling where's the vinyl because I have all the vinyls I have not only the OST vinyls but like the compilation of the tracks that are on you yeah know, I have all of it. And season three, I paused it and was like, I don't know if I can do this. And she's like, you got to. You have to keep going. And so I did. I, I hated it. I hated the, it was like, hey, hey, cool. Yeah. Oh, we're exp- I, I just hated it. And maybe it's because I'm an adult. I'm, th- I'm in my 30s. I mean, it's true. But I hated this it. This season was not this season, like that Yes, this season handled 
dynamics of teenagers very well, providing like existential like existential dread. Like my main thing with Max, I love her. We don't know what she did. Yeah, and and there's still there's still more. Like Vecna's like, I know, I know you're lying. <laughs> yeah, you have you still have that guilt. Even though even though I even though I can't kill even though I failed at killing you, I still am feeding. Yeah, he's off of like yeah. I, I still am gonna like I'm gonna get like I'm coming after you even though you're like it's just crazy like we don't know and I keep making the joke with Spooky like it'd be crazy if we don't ever know or are they gonna tell us this season are they gonna tell us in season five does you know we don't you know does Vecna make it out of the season we don't know but my one of my one of my biggest open questions is like what did Max do. Yeah, and I don't know if everybody else feels that way. I mean, I that's I've, my thing. I've been like, really what, bothered too. Like, I want to know what she did to make the move to Hawkins. I also exactly. really want to know what Will's painting is to Mike. I don't care. I just want to know. It's not that I. Ca- Here's the thing. Let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Listen first. Listen first. I don't care as far as story progression. I hate not knowing like there's something there what is it? i just want to know i just want to see it i don't care as far as like what it does to the story i just want to see what the painting was so my thing is like it's is will setting himself up to be like i don't know how do i i, I want to say how do i say this without getting canceled does will like does will like mike more than a friend which we know Mike does not feel that way at all. Right. So are we setting up some kind of thing where we feel bad for Will? The dude's been through enough, dude. Yeah. Like, what so are we? Like, yeah. They, and, and, and if Will does feel that way, like I empathize with him and I want him to feel that way. But as far as for the show, are you trying to make like how bad can I feel for Will? I feel awful. Yeah, I know. Like I, I feel well, awful. Big, He's been through the most. He has been through the most. Other than you can argue Hopper. Okay, well, yeah, Hopper's been through a lot. Will, as a child, has been through the most. Been yes. through the most. Yeah. It's so, like, are you going to do this to me again? I feel like a big part of me, I'm split because a part of me does kind of feel like they are kind of forcing a relationship that's more than a friend. But the relationship's there. not going to, it won't but happen it won't though because happen. Mike doesn't, he loves Will as their yes. best friends. But another part of me feels like Will is so broken with their friendship yeah. being separated. I feel like it was... So are the vibes just off and he... I, yeah. I feel like the vibes are off. I feel like he just wants Mike back as a best friend. Yeah. I feel... I want that for them too. I feel like he made this painting because he doesn't have any friends. Yeah. They have no friends. I know, man. So Will's only friend is still... Well, I mean, Eleven's his friend, sure. But... But it's more... Again, On he, his he, off time... He talks, he talks and says, he's, she's my sister. Well, you know, right. It's, so they, it's a protect. It he's is protecting a protect, her. Yeah. yeah. So as far as friendship goes, Will Will has nobody. So I feel like this painting is just because he misses his best friend. Yeah. Because he doesn't. He doesn't have. He doesn't have anybody else. I I, I get that. I get that. Um, because he says like like Mike, you're not, and that's another dynamic that I'm okay with them targeting. Is you know, even in my adult life, people like I don't have. I'm not as close to some of my friends because they got married or whatever. Yeah, I mean, people, so I, yeah, people I'm okay with them they, going they about that, and I like, I like the fact that he's like, a, like Will's like eleven. You gotta tell him the truth, like you know. Yeah, like what do you? And doing? eleven, yeah. eleven's going through the same thing. You know, she's a 
we don't even know like Eleven's a human, but she's very you know biologically modified. So yeah. you know she's going through things totally different. Yeah, but exactly. She's still she's still showing these humanistic, uh, these humanistic qualities of I want Mike to think I'm cool over here. It'll yep. make him like me more. Yeah. And then we find out because he's not saying I love you or whatever. He's just saying I care for you. Yeah. So she's trying to be like, well, maybe if I'm cool, maybe he'll you'll like love me. More. You yeah, know, you'll, you'll love me. me. Yeah. Uh. And so, yeah, I, I was heartbroken, man. I typically don't play well, and I typically hate, like, the the whole bully facade, but, like, we've we've been watching them grow up. Yeah. And for them to target her, dude, because it's getting to the point where, like, I could actually fight these kids because they're probably 18. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> That's not what I want to do. Well, I know. I want to see their side of the story of why they're acting like that, because you know me, I try to empathize with... And we, we saw that with Billy. I yeah. thought that was the best thing ever with Billy when Billy's dad picks him up and shoves him up against the wall. We're like, all you Billy haters. Like, I was like, all you Billy haters now, where are you at? Like, yeah. I was. Because, like, it was his life. And yeah, Max life. did whatever she did that we don't know. Yeah, my, Max did And he's something. protecting her. Yeah, no, for sure. So, But the, 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 the her getting her bullied, her being bullied really hurt. It does. And I have to not, I have to remind myself of they're in high school they're brand new to the school because the whole time i'm like why the heck isn't will intervening well he's not going to intervene because he's one not that type of person and they can't like he you forget that the government is monitoring like exactly a certain ask you know a certain part of the government well yeah they can't draw attention to themselves yeah they can't and so, of course, I'm like, why the heck are they doing anything? When they were at the roller rink and she busted Angela's face open, which I was like, thank God. Because that girl sucks. <laughs> Break we don't, her face. We don't, inco- uh, we don't condone we don't violence condone on natural violence. But I was very, I was very like, finally, even though it got her captured. But anyways, I was like, why are they still at the rink? Why haven't they pulled her outside? I know they. Oh, uh, like why didn't they run? I know they had. I know they had to wait for Jonathan and Argyle to get back because they weren't coming back till six. But I'm like, why the heck are they still there? Why wh- pull her out when they saw her getting bullied in the middle of the rink? Get your freaking butt in the rink and pull her out. So I think Will again. It's like I don't know. Yeah, I see both sides of it. Mike was in a state of shock because he was. He yeah, Mike was, was not, like, well, Mike also didn't know how to roller skate, if you remember. Yes, and which it was good riding. But yeah, I'm like, dude, what is going on? I was like, why, why are they, but that's, of course, my protectiveness coming out of why are we not getting her out of here? Why are we still just letting this happen? No, I agree. But you and I, back then, we weren't in the same situation, you know. Well, right. Joyce has also been through a lot, so yeah. Will in his mind, you know. Will's obviously going through a lot internally. Yeah. No, for sure. You know, we don't see... And I love Argyle. He's another new character. I think he provides... He is such a Spicoli from Fast Times Ridgemont. That's that's what his character is, and yes. I love it. Because they make a reference to Fast Times Ridgemont High when they're looking up yes. you know, Reefer Rick. And that's all Argyle is, and I love it. I think he's also a good contrast to Jonathan. I think so, too. I think they balance each other out really but well. But w- what I'm going with is Jonathan and Will... They're close. They're not as close. No. You will. Maybe Jonathan doesn't feel like because Jonathan we know loves Will. I, yeah. I, I I'm a big brother to three siblings. So I, you know, when Jonathan did certain things, I'm like, that's big brother mentality. You're never not a big brother. But I don't think Will sees all of it 
because he's we know internally what he's dealing with. Jonathan still loves Will the same, always Will. Right. But I think Will feels a disconnect from Jonathan because Jonathan actually has a friend. Yeah. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? For sure. And Will doesn't. Yeah, and Will doesn't. Will, you know? so I feel oh, like he has 11. He has, he has 11, but I, 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 Again, I truly the brother and feel sister. like Will feels like he's alone. Mm-hmm. I feel like he feels like I think he's so by too. himself. I think so, too. Uh, because Jonathan is with Argyle a lot and mm-hmm. having his own internal conflicts with Nancy, you know, he ends up not, he's not going to go to the same college as her. He's not told her. It's insane that there's been nine and a half hours or something of content and Jonathan and Nancy haven't talked to each other. I know, it's weird. Well, they can't because of phones. I know, but it's but like, it's still so, it's I know. Nuts, bro. It is driving me nuts, too. It, man, it hurts me because, I mean, I obviously, I love Steve. Mm-hmm. But I like Nancy and Jonathan together. I like th- more I like that more too than I like Nancy and Steve together. So the fact that they're really pushing I don't know if they're pushing. I their think friends are. The friends are pushing. The friends are definitely Eddie. Eddie and you know, Robin she are. She tried to save your life. Yeah, Eddie and Robin are really pushing it together. And well, Rob also not, not to interrupt you. I love what we've I love what we've been able to get from Robin because in season three, she was just a character to give Steve some airtime, which is yeah. weird because I feel like Steve's such a great character. Yeah, that was weird. That you know, babysitter Steve. There's all these bits and things with him. Yeah, and Steve's been there from the beginning. But now we're starting to see like Robin's true personality. Her being clumsy. Her being an actual silly. character development. Yeah, some yeah. Character development. I like that a lot. But she, she loved. There. This is this is why I talk about with Mar- you're my wife. This is why I talk about with with Marianne David's wife platonic as it can be Come but i me. love i love her so much and that's what i think the maria to Steve, she wants maria i'm sorry robin. robin my my brain got fried robin to steve to steve she wants like she just wants everything she for just, him yeah. and she feels like oh well what? Nancy was good to him. I don't know what happened because yeah. Steve doesn't talk about no. it because she's she's with Jonathan. I'm good. Like well, and she has seen Steve go through girls yeah. after girls. Well, after it's girls. character development for Steve too because he's grown up. Like he's yeah. not trying to he's not trying to infiltrate that. No, and you know even when Eddie says something, he's like he like huh, you know yeah. he like shrugs it off. You know, so it's, it's character development for him too because he was a piece of trash in season one until the end. Oh, I know. Well, it, it just hurts me because you know there's times where Nancy is like. You know, she gets pissed off because Jonathan is ghosting her. Even before this all happened. Yeah, you're right. He was pushing her mm-hmm. away. But it's because, as he said to Argyle, he... He doesn't want her to go... Yeah, he doesn't want her to not have the life that she yes, can have. Yes, he because, knows yeah. that he would he would hinder her progress. Yeah. So it's like, it's like, man, just tell her that. Yeah, both of you guys need to just have that discussion. Stop. But they can't. I know. <laughs> I know. And it's so frustrating. Uh, so I just hope that... Because they haven't had the discussion, that something doesn't happen to where it ruins the rela- their relationship. I agree. You know what I mean? I agree. So, uh, Dustin, what can you say? Really kind of the same. Just the, the teenage version of himself. And I love it. I'm glad. Still, still solving everything. Yep. Uh, so basically the smartest kid around. He and Erica mesh well because she's... She's sassy and she's transparent, but I feel like she respects Dustin in a way because he does get everything right. Well, and and I don't know, I'm sure you remember, but in season three, she was a big part of helping them get out of... Yeah. Whoa. You guys hear that? Thunder! It's Thor, Love, and Thunder. (laughs) Natalie. (laughs) Natalie, you there? (laughs) Natalie. (laughs) So, yeah, I think... um, 
I'm glad that they are still broadening her character as well because they did. I feel like they took a risk with her in season three, mm-hmm. and it paid off. It did, and they were like, "Let's keep going." But I like the dynamic between her. And, like she high fives Dustin. Like she shows him yeah. like like friend affection yep. because she does. Even though she's rude to everybody, she does respect him. Yeah, which is interesting because no one like a lot of people don't like they, right. he's like the goofball, but she's like. Yo, like, he's the one... He's figuring everything he's out. He's figuring everything out yeah. while y'all are having... Dustin, it's crazy, Dustin's the only one who's happy with himself, I feel like. I know. He really is. I know, he is. Dustin doesn't... He doesn't cry in his bed at night. No. He doesn't go... You, like, he, his main issue is, like, they're like, he has an ego. Well, no, you guys don't listen, so he just does it. He just... Yeah, he's just He does it. it, he solves it, and then you guys are like, man, you don't gotta be, have an ego about it. It's like, but I'm you're not do- listening. Yeah. I feel like he is not a victim of Vecna because he is just happy with there's himself. There's no way. No, there's, there's literally nothing no that way. He could, unless something happened with his dad, which yeah. we don't know because it's there's, just his yeah. mom. There's nothing that he, that Vecna could attack. So let's talk about Vecna, dude. What a reveal. <laughs> so hang on real quick. Yes, go ahead. Go ahead, Mrs. Ego. Talk about Ego here. Here it comes. No, no, no. Here I just comes. have a question. No, you. Were, I know what you were going to say. No. Now you're, now you're switching it to a question. No, what was I going to say? You were going to say, I called it from the very beginning. Okay. That's not what I was going to say, actually. But first of all, I did call it from the very beginning. But that's not what I was going to so say. So she called it from the very beginning that Vecna was the one. Who killed all the kids at the Hawkins lab. Little did she know. But anyways, what were, so what were you going to say? So what I was going to say is, all of these villains, uh-huh. I guess, are D&D characters. Yeah. You would think, you would think the fact that 70% of our characters in this show play D&D and know the villains, that they would know what they were going up against. And they would know, you know what I mean? I do, but I think the contrast of the show is they're also trying to live. Well, so it's I like, mean, yes. Lucas is, Lucas is going through his stuff. Mike Mike just flew to California, watched his girlfriend assault somebody. She gets taken away. They're trying to find her. Will, we already talked about it. But they don't even know about Vecna. They have no clue what's going on in Hawkins. No clue at all until, like, they, they don't. They have no idea. You're right, huh? They have no, all, their goal is just to find Eleven. That's it. They don't know what's going on in Hawkins. They weren't there when Chrissy got murdered? No. Oh, Interesting. Because they left, so they have no clue what's going on in Hawkins. So hmm. they, which is a weird thing to think about. Yeah, so I was going to ask you about that. Um, I said let's talk about Vecna, but now we're dipping off. But I I don't know. Let me just say it and you can clear, you can speak for me after I say this. I don't know how much I like, as much as I like all of the characters. I don't know how much I like the Mike, Will, Argyle, Jonathan arc. So they're not involved, like you just said. Yeah, it's just Argyle being funny. I feel like and Jonathan talk. It's it, we so like in this discussion, which this isn't a review, guys. Sorry, we'll review it at the end. But this is more of a discussion. I mean, I don't know if you how you review nine hours of content, yeah, I don't really you know, know without having the set structure. But we've already almost talked about everything, other than the fact that they were on watch. L got pulled away from them. Dr. Sam shows up, pulls L away. We got to get your powers back. Yeah. 
government officials working for Sam and someone else that we'll talk about, they show up and say, hey, we're taking Elle to get her powers back. She's going to be safe. We're going to have people come. We're going to have people guard you. Those people get shot by the military. And then now they're on this journey to go to Susie to hack in to find where Elle is. It's just not like, that's it. I've just, I've literally yeah. just well, summarized well, they did. it. They, they hacked in. They found Nina, the Nina products in Nevada. That's the last thing we heard. But so like, they got coordinates to find, I've, to find We've Nina. already, in in this discussion, there's there's so many things we haven't discussed. We've almost encap, encapsulated everything going on with them. I feel like it's very underwhelming. It is very underwhelming. And if you notice... They, All the other arcs are great. They don't go back to that arc very often. No. Because there's not much there's to not talk much there. about. And you've got three characters... From the beginning. Huge. Will character. being probably the main character in the first season. Yeah. Mike being a sec a, a huge and it's Yeah, it's weird. We're not doing anything. Yeah, it's it is very weird. I and like I love Argyle, I love Jonathan. Mike Mike has bothered me before, but I like him. And I I, I love Will because I feel like I have to. I don't really know how to feel about Will's personality. But I love Will because you have to because he's been through so much. You're like, what do yeah. you do, you know? Will's... I, you don't get to know Will, I feel like. That's my issue. Yeah. My issue with this entire se- series is Will's character has never been fully fleshed out. Because, because he it, was in the Upside Down all the time. Every episode yeah. is a different Will. Yeah, Because I he's agree. been in and out of the Upside Down. I agree. So he, they've never fully given him an actual character. So it's like, if this season is his character... I don't know how much I really like yeah, his character. But I again, I feel like it's such an eggshell of him because of what he's been through. And and you feel like a bad person to say I don't like Will because of all the stuff you've yeah, and, we've been through with. It's yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. But I agree. I feel like everything going on in Hawkins right now, if I wish everyone was with Me them. Too. It's weird not having them all together. Even if it was all of them and Eleven is still off in Nevada, mm. getting her her powers back, it would still feel more complete. Yeah, and I, and I feel in the last episode is where that really shows because obviously we have eleven. Like, first of all, Doctor Brenner shows up out of nowhere. We still don't know what how he's alive. We don't know how what he's happened? alive. We thought he was dust. And I told Spooky, and we you know guys, it was hard to not talk a little bit about this, but I told Spooky, I I like where we're going with the flashbacks and obviously we were real we realized we have to do the flashbacks to get to the big reveal right but i like how dr brenner at first tries to take the same approach mm-hmm. and he's like man that didn't work the first time like it's not gonna work the yeah, second time so he yeah he tries to be very like dictator Pushing militaristic it, yeah. and then he's like you know what you can leave if you want yeah. you can go and enjoy your life but eventually You're, like, everyone's we're, gonna die we're cooked yeah including you and all your friends at hawkins and so I like where we're going. Obviously, I love Sam. Mm-hmm. I love Sam. He was. I like Sam too. He rehabilitated Will in season two. Uh, Hopper, Hopper, kind of like questioned him, but you, you always felt like his intentions were good, mm-hmm. and you can tell he. Tra- you can tell when Doctor Brenner's getting over his head that Doctor Sam's like, "Yo, dude, she's a child. Yeah, still. Like, like what, what are, are we, we doing? doing? Like, figure it out. Yeah." But but Sam's also battling with he has the same knowledge that Dr. Brenner does. So it's like, dude, what are we like? We need to yeah. we got to figure this out. So the we haven't talked uh, much about. So basically, I'm, I'm OK with separating Eleven. The I feel like as a big a part of the show as it is, I feel like the Hopper storylines good. 
I feel we're not seeing the side of Hopper that makes us love him. He, he, he has to do a lot of, like, method acting with his face and his body because his... I mean, he's in a prison. All of his lines are to Enzo, who I like. Based, he Hopper didn't get to really shine until the last episodes where he yeah. talked about the thing with Agent Orange, which we had no idea. And that was a crazy, like, bombshell that, like, Sarah got cancer because of Agent Orange. Yeah. Like, so it's crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, I like the angle with Enzo and Yuri. Yuri sabotaging. I like I like Murray's role. Uh, he's been able to shine. Lots of comedic relief. I feel it's just uh, it's a lot of risk because we haven't seen Joyce where she's not worrying about her kids. Yeah, that's she's so weird. focused. Yeah, she's, it's, she now granted she did try to call them in the hotel and she's like, why isn't it working? But that was the only time that she's ever yeah. mentioned. The kids at all, yeah. and typically we're. She's so, got a third kid. You we're know, so, technically, we're so used to her freaking out about them yeah. every single season. But I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess when you're in a, a Russian captivity and stuff like for that, for sure. Like I, but yeah, it's it's a it's a bummer. We haven't got to see the Hopper that like we know and love, you know. Yeah. But you know him talking about L like being his daughter and like Enzo. You know, it's it's bringing a lot of humility and i think this arc has to be where it is because we still have to acknowledge that the russians are also doing things yeah so and i think so. and i think the reason why we didn't get the hopper that we know and love is because there is a language barrier he can't talk to no, anybody no, but I, Enzo. I understand why we're not getting the hopper we know and love it's just different it is different because no, for, for sure. three seasons you know we've been able to get it i also wish the trailer of this yeah go ahead and hit on that a little bit did not should i'm not gonna watch season four part two trailer at all anymore. no i don't think I've i'm only going watched to it. Either. we watched it right yeah. after the show because here's the thing they spoiled that there was a demogorgon in behind the door you spoil the there's trailer. a demogorgon behind the door you spoil that vecna attacks max you spoil like there's I know Eddie goes back, so this is kind of a spoiler for you. No, he goes back with the guitar. He goes back with the guitar. I know. So, so like, why? You got to be careful. I know with, like, it really bothers me because he, <laughs> we know now that music is what pulls you out. Yeah. So something's gonna happen to where Eddie has to go in back the upside in. down back with his Nancy's guitar. Still in there. And it's like, dude, or Nancy's being attacked by Vecna. But her and Steve are technically still in the upside yes. down. She's being attacked by Vecna when we fade yes. out to get to the big reveal. So yeah, we know that Eddie goes back in there, which mm-hmm. is not like him. So it's another hero another character, character arc. Turn, yeah, yeah, character arc. That would have been cool to just be surprised just for. Get it. Yeah. So yeah, I've always had an issue with trailers. Don't cancel me, peeps. That trailer is marketed to kids because they don't expect kids to want to put all these dots together. Yes. Whereas us adults, our brains have taken information and we've had more experience with cause and effect and, and, we know how it works. Behaviors, and we know how it works yeah so i've always had a huge issue with trailers in the past couple of years it's why i avoided the kenobi trailer yeah we didn't watch the kenobi trailer because it's gonna spoil we don't know everything. what we're going into i have it's, no it's idea cool which is great because we're gonna watch it after this and be super excited it's also why i avoid like the fifteen minutes of gameplay. No, I yeah. don't want to see that. I'm not watching that. I don't want to see that. There was a there was an eight minutes of Stranger Things, the first 
part of Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. And we and we're like, that. we don't want to see that. Because we knew we weren't going to do a Stranger Things so yeah. far episode. So and if we, we just... know, if I know I'm going to watch something or play something, I want to go in blind. Yeah, I agree. So let's touch base on Vecna. So, yeah, so th- is there anything we missed so far? Let me think. I mean, we, we probably have missed things. So oh, there is one thing please. I was going to say. Also, when we're done, if you guys want to talk about it, please talk about it amongst the community. That'd be great. Because we're going to miss things. We're not going to... I mean, like I said, we had to binge watch it over the weekend. Nine nine hours and change, I think. We watched it on different days because we had different things going on. Like we said, birthday parties, things of that nature, work. So please, please, please let us know what you missed, what you like, what you didn't like. Go ahead. But definitely, tr- if you're going to do it in a public setting, please refrain from spoilers. Cause yeah, people, that's true. Sorry. So like maybe be like... I don't know, covertly say something. I agree. I don't know. Or just DM us or whatever. Spoilers, DM us, be discreet in the community. Yes. My bad. Actually, in Discord, you can put a spoiler thing on it. So, one thing that I was like, wait a second, this is weird. Actually, there's another thing that you has been driving you nuts. Yeah, I think we just do the video for that, and then we'll talk about it later. So, one thing that I thought was funny was before they found out that wherever Vecna attacks, he there was a portal. Before we, it's a good touch. Before we found that out, Nancy actually already said that in like an episode oh, did before. She? Not specifically about Vecna. She said wherever a Demogorgon came out, a gate opened. Yeah. So she should have known that wherever they came out, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like she basically solved it in a way talking about the demogorgons Mm -hmm. and so this whole time after she said that and i'm like go back to eddie's trailer go to eddie's trailer go to his trailer you can see it you can see you can see the crack happening yeah and i'm like they nancy knows so then when they quote unquote figured it out and i was like "Mm, i feel like they already knew about this but it's fine fair so that kind of bothered me a little bit yeah i can see that so I guess so on to Vecna, I was right. You were right. What a crazy <laughs> reveal, man, because they go, you know, Vecna, he he's a soul he's kind of like a soul torment sucker. I don't fully know his D and D lore, but he you got issues, he preys on you basically. Yeah. He's a wizard. <coughs> Very gory, murders you in a crazy way. A lot of people don't like the gore. I'm totally fine with it. I think it's cool. I think it's great. I think it's there's a few things they did, and I'll I'll talk about it a little bit. There's a few things they did that reminded me of season one. Mm-hmm. One of them is making it scarier and gorier. Uh, and you know, Vecna's a soul sucker. We realize he's targeting people that have trauma, have trauma, and he kills them, and they go to the upside down. He's in the upside down, but he, you know, the whole time, he's the first character with kind of a. Uh, a subconscious and personality. The Demogorgon is a primal beast. Yeah. The Mind Flayer is this god entity. We still don't really know. We still, you honestly. Know. But Vecna's the per- first, uh, first villain that has like awareness almost. Yeah. Not just, it, it, it's it, it's it's its capabilities go past being just a primal right. creature, and so that always that that always kind of threw me off. I'm like. Where like you think you think Vecna would have been doing things? It, it's just interesting how but we got. He, to this I mean, point, he was you know? doing things. Yeah, well, he was. Yeah. So the murders start happening. They blame Eddie at first, as you guys know. 
the Victor Creel stuff was great because it's Robert England, who's Freddy Krueger, who Vecna reminds me of Freddy Krueger, so it was like a really cool kind of so, play. So, go ahead. No, you go ahead. Vecna reminds me of three people combined. Okay. Freddy Krueger, mm-hmm. Pennywise, mm-hmm. and Professor X. Okay. Because with Professor X, he can yeah. do the yeah. whole, I'm searching for people, yeah. and then Pennywise, because he latches onto fears and trauma, mm-hmm. and then... Obviously, Freddy Krueger, because he looks like Freddy Krueger, kind of. And because he puts them in a dream-like state. Yeah. He basically gets them in a quote-unquote dream. I agree. Uh, And so, you know, you're going through these... We're we're wondering why Sam and Dr. Brenner are are having... Are having Eleven try to go back. And, you know, Dr. Brenner's like, maybe we just tell her the truth. And they're going back. Well, she needs to find it. They're doing a bunch of time lapses. It keeps bringing her to this aid you know you guys know but i, I just know. thought it was really cool because i'm like how come we haven't seen this aid ever okay so it's so funny because when they first showed that scene where she kept running in and out and he was always there and he was always there i was like is this aid someone who's really from a memory or did they place this yeah aid? It, that was my first good thought writing, yeah. i was like who is this dude mm-hmm. and then i was like the more we got going, I was like, this dude is fucking... This freaking... Man, I was even so good. I was even so good. Yep. I'm sorry. I was even so good. I was like, man, this dude is... This this dude is kind of weird. Like, I, something was off about him. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, he had very Willy Wonka Scarsgar vibes. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, because... You you know that this is back in time because Eleven's not as fully powerful as you've seen from like the season ones and the other flashbacks. Mm-hmm. So I I was like, who is this guy, man? And then he was trying to help her, but I thought something was weird about him. And then it was interesting that like knowing who he is now, which he's number one. Yeah, he let them like beat him up and electrocute him. It just seems well, he he couldn't stop them because that thing in his neck. He said the Did- thing in his neck tracks him and makes him weak. Ah, uh, so it was is what, pa- he, is what okay. he told he, her. He didn't have his powers, basically. He didn't have his powers. So he basically tricks Eleven to get it out. Yep. Turns out he's number one. The massacre you've seen the whole time where you think Eleven did it. Uh, Spooky was saying, I think Vecna did it. Well, turns out Vecna did do it because yeah. Vecna's number one, which is nuts. Which is nuts. And anybody who doesn't like that arc, I don't really know what to tell you. I feel like you have to accept it because it's good writing. Yes. So it makes sense for everything that's happened up to this point. It ma- the, it's perfect. The only thing that didn't make sense about those flashbacks is stupid episode seven from season two. Though they are they're all numbered. So like were they there or not? Wait, what do you mean? We're going to the flashbacks, right? Uh-huh. Two, 17, Dr. Brenner's calling numbers. In season two, episode seven, she meets those people who are also... Okay, so that I was going to mention that. They should have all died. Yeah. They should have all been dead. So the people that they meet... I think it's redacted. It, they're either new versions of the number, or Duffer Brothers are realizing how stupid that episode was, and they're, they're Well, just the episode redacting. was done, because we literally don't need that ever yeah. in existence. So, but yeah, I thought the same thing. I was like, not all those people should have died like there should be no more powerful people except for 11 and and one as we know we also realize how powerful 11 is because she did she was the first one to open up a portal the upside down on accident because she sent one through 
and then one turns into Vecna is awesome. Dude, it, it was, I don't, if you don't like it, I really don't yeah. know how to help you. Maybe don't watch anymore. I don't really know. And, and, the, that's, and that's you're, you're allowed to think that. Yeah. And honestly, the only reason I knew it was Vecna who killed everybody in the very beginning was because of the way their limbs were snapped and they avoided showing eyes. Mm-hmm. They avoided the faces on purpose. And I was like, dude, this is this is that Vecna dude. Also, the fact... It was such a crazy reveal, and it was so crazy to use Nancy, who you're concerned for at first. Like, she's dead. She's going to die, dude. Unless yeah. they can throw unless they can throw a walkie-talkie. Unless they can throw music down there, she's dead. But then you turn out to not be scared for her, because they're using Nancy to, like, tell this whole story arc about how one... Was in the was the young was the boy in the oh creole? yeah Dude, it's weird crazy so crazy reveal so it's weird that Vecna would give her those visions I don't really know what's going on you know it's a uh, it's like what well he said I know you've been searching for me so let me sh- let yeah, me show you yeah. so maybe he's just kind of like I'm gonna kill you anyway so. you're dead so I'm just gonna I mean I don't know villains like, love the monologue <laughs> I mean and that's also his human quality coming yeah. out yeah because he was human he was so we know you know. It was great. So it's crazy that Vec one is mm-hmm. the only non biological experiment. He's well he's the first one. With power. Yeah, but they didn't create him. They created eleven. Yeah, it's like he just He just had these powers. Is. He was yeah. born yeah, with yeah, these powers, is, which is crazy. Yeah, he just is. Uh yeah, uh, the one thing I I wanted to avoid it when we watched, and uh, I want I saved it for the end of the podcast. Uh, episode four ruined me. Yeah, that's where all the crying came from. I was, that was crying hard. a lot. Episode uh, four is called "Dear Billy." So and yeah, it's just every because that whole episode is about Max, and she's writing letters because she thinks she's gonna die. And man, it's super existential. And not only does she write the letter to Billy, which is, which is super just crazy, but then like, you're so on it. Like, is she gonna die or is she not gonna? Like, you know, yeah. the whole like that whole ending felt like an eternity it where did. she's trying to run out of the upside. It's like, dude, is she gonna die, yeah. dude? Like, it and was, then you find out that her letter wasn't even fully truthful because she left out she a left bunch something. of stuff. That I don't even have to touch on. And I'm, I'm like, just saying, dude, we well, know that though. No, I know, but, but it's that so that episode, dude, her. Her, ride, her going to Billy's grave and writing the letter and then Vecna possessing her and then... Well, and she using her flashback memories of all her friends yeah. to basically snap out and take out his jugular or something, yeah. like whatever. And like, then her running yeah. to try and get out, dude. Dude. And she can hear that man. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I buds. The buds. <laughs> the buds. The vibe is just buds, bro. We love to see it. We love the buds. So... As you guys, as you guys know, we, I mean, this was a discussion, I guess, uh, we've got, we've got a little bit of time, uh, maybe just treat it like a review now, likes and dislikes, just, just little, little bullet points. You don't have to go into full discussion uh, or I could do it first. Uh, go ahead. All right. I'll go first. Uh, music's always insane. Oh yeah. Music's great. I've. I listen to the soundtrack so much that I know the names of songs and the music they were able to, to add they were like they, that song called "The Kids" that we made fun of earlier. The like this version had different dissonant chords that they thrown into just crazy. Uh, I feel like we're finally growing into 
character arcs that matter instead of just preteen drama nonsense yep. from season three. Because you have to look at the... I'm not looking at the whole picture right now. I'm looking at the last season. Right. Uh, I thought the new characters were fleshed out. You know, you can count Robin as a new character in a way. Argyle, just a, just a comedic relief. I yeah. felt like Enzo was great. Yuri's great. Um, just Eddie. Yeah. Everybody matters and makes sense. They 100%. Weren't, they weren't yeah. just shoe-ins. I obviously all the emotions, man. Joyce seeing Hopper, uh, the the like I said, the 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 dilemmas and conflicts are finally mattering. They are. Um, we didn't even talk about what's his face, Chrissy's boyfriend. That whole, Jason. Yeah, Jason. That whole dynamic of just rebellion and oh yeah, when you're when you don't understand something, just going to extreme heights and a hundred percent. Yeah, you know starting a cult when he's accusing a cult you know yeah you know just another added touch i felt that the last episode really did it like i realized the magic you, you can't say we'll never get the magic of the first season it's i say it a lot but it's unfair but i feel like in the last episode they really tried because like they were in the upside down they were using the lights you know that's that's the magic i think of the first season it you is know, the Christmas lights. I just and, miss. I just miss them being little. But you got. I miss and seeing they're 11, never going to be little. Seeing eleven little again, even though I mean, the CGI I know it's was not, good. I know CGI it's was not good, her, but the CGI yeah. was good. But I'm just like, man, I miss her being so small. They'll never be little again. <laughs> well, I know. But they really did with like the light bright and riding bikes and the upside. Yeah, that down. was cool. They really are trying to be like, hey, we know you like it, yeah. and so we're gonna very tastefully try to do it. I really enjoyed it. The, I mean, the only th- like I, I think I've already the the Vecna build is amazing. Yep. that final reveal was insane. I almost I almost hope he's the villain in season five. I hope they do like a spoiler alert if you guys watch Peaky Blinders. I hope they do a Peaky Blinders thing where the villain carries over into the next season. So I don't, I don't know. He probably because won't. the mind flare is still alive. You're right, as we know, and that was a question I was but like the, I I the, asked C Max that earlier i was like is the mind flare still around but the mind flare is just this force it's not it's almost like if you made the star wars the force a character it's no he's just this presence no he's not he's that big giant i know but he doesn't have he's an it's animalistic primal qualities he doesn't have a personality vecna is kill it no 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 you're not understanding what i'm saying you're just saying mind flare a lot no, I'm not. I'm saying you can kill it. It's an no. actual thing that okay, you can touch. But, okay, yeah, it's tangible. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it, it's 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 primal. A demogorgon has more personality than the mind flayer. I mean, I'm saying Vecna is so good because. Oh right, well because that's got what I'm the saying. Human... The, I don't care about the mind flayer. Well, is what I don't I'm either. But I'm just saying that is still a threat. No, no, it's still a threat. He controls the upside but, like, down. If you do season five and it's just the mind flayer, it's that's stupid and dumb. Well, I'm just, I'm not I'm saying just, it's a good idea. That's not what I'm saying. I'm that's what saying. I'm saying. I'm hoping you can have the Mind Flayer again be a part of it. But what I'm saying is, I think they've kind of hit the nail. They've kind of like, they've made it happen with Vecna. Because I was worried about how we're going to, like. I was kind of worried too. But no, he he's a good big baddie. I think you have to move, I think you have to carry him over into season five. I think he has to kill people like main characters because we're not there and I and I love it I love the show and I love these characters but I'm saying for the sake of the show they're still being safe well I mean they are 
So we'll see if in part one anybody bites the bullet. You're going to call this your Game of Thrones season. I don't see it yet. They said that? Yeah. Mm. You're killing off characters that we've met for one episode. That's yeah. not That's not the same. Yeah. No one's attached to Chrissy. No. No one's attached to the other journalist, dude. We no. we care that something happened to, to yeah. him, but and no one's attached. Patrick had three lines. Yeah. It affected Lucas. But, you, yeah, you can't call this your... You know me, I don't like the hype. Don't yeah. hype it unless it's real. No, so you can't sure. call this your Game of Thrones season unless we have a bunch of people bite the bullet in part part two or whatever. I mean, Nancy might die. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so as you guys... Uh, no, you go ahead. Uh, my dislikes, we kind of went over. I don't... The, the will the will section... Yeah. It's underwhelming in comparison to everything else going no, on. No, for sure. Uh, you know, I'd like to see... I'd like to get our old Hopper back, but I get it. I think we're going to get him back once he gets out of Russia. Yeah. They're all going to come back no, together sure. in Hawkins anyways. No, I understand that, and I, I, I feel like I'm miscommunicating because you keep calling me out on it. I understand why it's that way. No, I just I don't know. really like it. No, I, well, I, Hopper's my favorite character. Yeah. I don't really like it either. Yeah, so I don't... But I'm just like... I mean, I'll... I'm hoping that, you know, I'll get I'll get my hopper back. I also think it's really dumb, and I know what you're going to say. It's because it's three hours long. I think it's really dumb that they just saved two episodes. No, I do, I do think it's dumb. Just put them all out. I don't like it. Like, it's two episodes. If it was, like, five episodes, fine. It's two I, no, episodes. I, I am not in disagreement with you at all. I just don't understand. I've already said this over and over to a bunch of people who are, who are trying to make me understand. It's a subscription model thing. Well, I mean, that's what it is for sure. It's it's it took so long to get this out. Let's split it up, even though you're only splitting it up by literally a month. It's so dumb. It's silly. And it's, it's silly. And it's only two episodes. Like it's just silly. release the whole thing. The two episodes do have a runtime of around four hours, apparently. But again, I I agree. That's so dumb. I agree. No, I'm I agree with you, and I well, I don't know if they've tried to justify the release schedule but I, I i think it's for subscriptions yeah I'm always sure yeah and i think it's for i think it's because it took so long to get it out so it's like even if we Just split it up by long. a month and we can get if we can do part two in july and then maybe season five comes out in july it's only a year that's it's like to the, keep the longevity yeah, of the show yeah, going for sure so whatever that's fine so, as you guys know, we rate everything on a scale of hack, hack and slash, slasher, and the final girl. What would be your rating for Stranger... Or I think you got to review part one. I don't think you wait for the whole thing, because that's what we no, wait No, that's up. fine. My, I mean, my, my rating is a slasher. My rating is also a the f- slasher. <laughs> I knew it wouldn't be final girl. You didn't know nothing. I know you more than Django does. That's very true. Thank Maybe you. not, because he... I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. I would never do that to you. <laughs> that, what she means by that is there's a giant hole in my leg from when he it's scratched me. a huge me scratch. To try and get his water bottle. So bottom. yeah, I'd say it's a slasher. So again, guys, we uh, appreciate you sticking through this long episode. We knew it was going to be a big doozy. Lots to talk about. Uh, new release schedule is we're going to try for Monday morning. Recording over the weekend sometimes. So you guys have it on your drives when the workday starts. And maybe we won't sound so chalked. Won't sound so chucked. Yeah, I agree. Because if you record like a Saturday at 2 p.m., that's that's gravy, baby. That's lunchtime. That's true. So uh, new, new release schedule on Mondays. 
hopefully Monday morning, so you guys can start your day. Uh, if you guys happen to listen to this, it's it's 8.20 p.m. We're posting. We're going to post it right after this. But if you guys do listen today, uh, that's crazy. Thank you so much. But also, happy Memorial Day. Hope everybody's in good spirits and feeling good. With that, Spooky, take it away. Thanks, guys. I hate doing the outro. I'll do the outro then. You know I just what, think it's weird that I do the intro and the outro, unless you want me to. I'm going to do the intro okay. next time. Hey, guys. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. C-Max is going to finish the outro. Uh, hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember that new release schedule on Monday. Uh, for your for you first-time listeners, we're so thankful. Hope you found something you like and you can continue on with us. It's not about money. It's about the community. We have a ton of socials out there. We're on TikTok. We're on Discord. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. Uh, really trying to push the TikTok content. Uh, we're going to be working on it more. We're going to be doing planning meetings. We're really going to be getting stuff out there for you guys to just kind of have fun and enjoy. Uh, we're all about the community, so we hope... Uh, that you guys will dm us uh put non-spoilery stuff in the instagram to keep the conversation going and you know let's have some fun uh shout out to the little monsters uh and the teen wolves we don't have a creative name for the adults yet but you're just the listeners currently so for that we apologize but we'll we'll shout get you the there listeners. shout out to the listeners i don't have any crazy quote this week because i'm really tired but we'll see you next week in the upside down have a killer week